All praises to the Most High, brothers and sisters, and happy Sabbath. I am your host, the Apostle Reuben, and I hope that um, every one of you who listened to the Mark of the Beast in the last Sabbath service will get ready for a part two that is coming soon. And in that part, brothers and sisters, we're going to be looking into more of the image and the deception of the beast. But I'm going to give you a little bit of, uh, I would say, I would call this a previews preview to that in this podcast episode, which I'm going to entitle The False Prophet. I'd like to go to Matthew chapter 24. Matthew chapter 24. And brothers and sisters, it's very important that um, we understand exactly what Christ is saying when we go to Matthew 24 and um, we're going to start in verse, I say, 11. Matthew chapter 24, verse 11 says, And many false prophets shall rise and shall deceive many. Verse 12. And because iniquity shall abound. Now, the word abound means become great. The love of many shall wax cold. But he that shall endure to the end, the same shall be saved. Now, brothers and sisters, a Sunday preacher can use this verse as well as I can use the verse. So the way to tell the difference is to go and define false. Let's look at something. We're going, to, we're going to take a look at two scriptures in the book of Psalms chapter 119. So hold your place in Matthew and go to the book of Psalms 119 verse 104. And, and, and even before, and hold that, brothers and sisters, because you know how I like to do this. I like to do this right. Before, again, we go to Psalms 119-104, remember to hold your place in Matthew. Before we go to Psalms 119-104, let's go to the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 4. It's very important that we read this. Because things don't stay on our minds like they should. They do not stay on our minds as they should. With the world the way it is, with this um, coronavirus, well, I should, I should say this vaccine, putting uh, what we don't trust in our system in order to live a life. Uh, brothers is a direct um, plan, I would say, and I... I'm going to go into a 10-minute um, fact about this uh, virus in future podcasts because I think um, it's important that we don't get too much into it because no matter where it is, strikes are being given. Even on uh, this program, I've been striked. Um, I have lost three of my outlets, and I mysteriously 
lost three of my outlets and I don't know how. But let's go on to First um, Corinthians 4. And I'm going to read verses 5 and 6. First Corinthians 4, 5 and 6 says, Therefore judge nothing before the time. See, this is why we don't need to go out and just look at whoever God calls. Just make sure that we are paying attention. That's why Paul says in 1 Thessalonians, I think, 1 Thessalonians. Let me see. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 11. He says, 1 Thessalonians 4, 11, and that ye study to be quiet and to do your own business and to work with your own hands as we commanded you. We don't want to judge anybody, brothers and sisters. Pay attention to what we're doing. Make sure we're keeping the commandments of God. Make sure we're working our jobs. Make sure we're doing the things that the Lord commanded. This is what following Christ is about. Whoever wakes up will wake up in due time. But we surely don't want to judge anything before the time because anybody could come into this truth and begin to understand what the Bible says, as mentioned in Nehemiah 8 and 8. Because in order for you to understand the reading, you have to open the book of the law. In order for you to get the sense, you have to open the book of the law. This Bible ties into law. 1 Corinthians 4 verse 5. Therefore, judge nothing before the time until the Lord come, who both will bring to light the hidden things of darkness. Darkness is sin. Now, I like to prove that, but you can read this on your own. When you go to uh, Proverbs 4.19, it tells you that the wicked are in darkness. The wicked are those that don't keep the commandments. And will make manifest the counsels of the heart. He's going to show you what the true intentions of these prophets were. And then shall every man have praise of God. Verse 6. And these things, brethren, I have in a figure transfer transferred to myself and to Apollos. For your sakes, that here's the key. Here is here is the key. That ye might learn in us not to think of men above that which is written. That no one of you be puffed up for one against another. Now, brothers and sisters, <clears throat> I just said that a Sunday pastor could use this passage as I use the passage in Matthew, go back to Matthew chapter 24, when it says, and many false prophets shall rise and shall deceive many. Matthew 24, verse 12, and because iniquity shall abound. Now, I, I want you to understand something. Verse 12 is kind of taking you a level up from verse 11. When it says, because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. Who's going to cause this iniquity to abound? Verse 11, and many false prophets 
shall rise and deceive many. Let's go to the book of, of, of Psalms. Like I said, we was going to go chapter 119, Psalms 119. The 119th Psalm of David, who had the Holy Ghost. And we're going to read verse 104. It says, Psalms 119, 104, through thy precepts I get understanding. Therefore, I hate every false way. Any way that is against the precepts of God, which are the laws, are false ways. We're going to get an example of this a little later. I'm going to take you back to our deceived brother, Creflo Dollar. And I'm going to show you um, some of the things that he is teaching. And then we're going to go back into the Bible with the precepts and see just how people are being deceived by these false prophets that belong to the beast which we know is a man which we know is a power which we know is a people and we also know what type of people it is psalms 119 <coughs> excuse me verse 118 psalms 119 Verse 118, it says, Thou hast trodden down all them that err from thy statutes, for their deceit is falsehood. Their deceit is falsehood. Remember, Christ says they shall deceive many. Deceit, deceive, the same thing. And the love of many, the love of many shall wax cold. Now, there was an example of this. I'm not going to go too far into it. There was an example of this in the book of Luke. Now, the Pharisees were on the other side of this, but my point is showing you what Christ said about love. Now we already know brothers and sisters first John and I and I love this brothers and sisters. It's simplicity that is in Christ. That's second Corinthians. Let's look at that. Second Corinthians eleven verse three. I'm gonna show you something. Let me show you simplicity how simplicity can be taken from the mind of a man and a woman. 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 3 says, But I fear lest... 2 Corinthians, I'm sorry, brothers and sisters. Let me call that right. 2 Corinthians 11, verse 3 says, But I fear lest any, any by any means, as the serpent beguiled Eve, even through his subtlety, his trickery. So your minds should be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. Let me show you the simplicity in Christ. Christ said the love of many shall wax cold. Watch this. 
because of false prophets, those that are against the law. First John, and you know this one, I know this one, easy to understand, but to many cannot understand it. First John 5 and 3. For this is the love of God, not the love of man, not the love of woman, not the love of a nation, the love of God. For this is the love of God, that we keep his commandments. And his commandments are not grievous. Second John verse 6, the second letter of John verse 6. The second letter of John verse 6 says, And this is love, that we walk after his commandments. This is the commandment that as ye have heard from the beginning, the time of Adam and Eve, ye should walk in it. Watch this, verse 7. For many deceivers are entered into the world who confess not Jesus Christ has come in the flesh. See, brothers and sisters, it's a lot to that. It's, not, it's just not about Christ coming. They're not trying to tell you about the um, way Christ looks, but the flesh spoke. The flesh taught. These preachers are against the teachings. That's why in Mark 8, 38, Christ says, whosoever is ashamed of me and my word, Mark 8, 38. You got to understand what Christ is saying. Whosoever, whosoever is ashamed of me. Let me get the verse. Mark 8, 38 says, whosoever therefore shall be ashamed of me, I, that flesh, and my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, of him also shall the Son of Man be ashamed when he cometh in the glory of his Father and with the holy angels. See, brothers, in the second coming of Christ, there's a lot of people that's going to be ashamed when Christ is ashamed of them. Let's go back to 2 John chapter, 2 John verse 7. 2 John verse 7 says, For many deceivers entered into the world who confesses not that Jesus is coming in the flesh. This is a deceiver and a anti-Christ. Verse 8, look to yourselves that we lose not those things which we have wrought, worked. Wrought means worked, but that we receive a full reward. We already know the reward is keeping the commandments. Let me show you Revelation. The simplicity that is in Christ. Revelation chapter 22, verse 12. Revelation 22, verse 12 says, and behold, I come quickly, and my reward is with me, to give every man according as his work shall be. I am the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, and the first and the last. Blessed are they that do <laughs> his commandments, that they may have right to the tree of life, that they may enter through the gates of the city. That is the reward. If we keep the commandments, that's what John is talking about in 2 John. 
verse 8. Watch 2 John, 2 John, verse 9. Whosoever transgresseth, which is sin, transgresseth the law and abideth not in the doctrine of Christ. So the doctrine of Christ is the law. Whosoever transgresseth and abideth not in the doctrine of Christ hath not God. And he that abideth in the doctrine of Christ, he has both the Father and the Son. But what I want to do, brothers, so see, I'm taking you back to, I'm just taking you to the false prophets, because I'm going to show you something. I like to sometimes digress to set it up. Now watch, it says in Luke 11, 42. I want to go to Luke 11, 42. Now I know I'm shifting, shifting, shifting. But brothers and sisters, there's going to come a time when people are going to be preaching faster than me with scriptures. I'm setting you up for what you're going to have to be able to do. You're going to have to be able to go, go, go. It's time for you to learn about all this. I'm going to show, I'm going to show you an example of why you're going to have to do it. And that some people are going to be lost in the sauce. Luke 11, 42 says, But woe unto you, Pharisee, for ye tithe mint and rue and all manner of herbs, and pass over the judgment and the love of God. So the love of God, again, is in judgment, which is the law. These ought ye have done, and not to leave the other undone. Let me show you something, brothers and sisters. I'm going to go back to Creflo Dollar. And the reason why is <clears throat> I done a podcast episode that a while ago that that uh I had to go through and and um to make room for other podcast episodes I had to kind of uh push that podcast episode to the side but I always in in these podcast episodes brothers and sisters I try to show you that the law was in the garden. I want you to listen to our deceived brother, Creflo Dollar, and what he says. And I'm going to come back behind him and show you how this is a false prophet. And, and while you're turning there, you know, by the way, you remember Joseph, who was the servant to Potiphar? You remember Joseph, uh, Potiphar's wife? Uh, let me bring it up. To the, Potiphar's wife started hitting on Joseph and trying to get sweet with him. You know what I'm saying? And uh, Joseph knew. He says, I cannot do this sin against my master. How did Joseph know that was wrong? There was no Ten Commandments. There was no, there was no uh, uh, Mosaic law to tell him that was wrong. Why? How did he know it? It was in his heart. He knew it. It was written in his conscience. He just knew that was wrong. He knew that was the wrong thing to do, and he ran away from her without any rules or regulations that says it's wrong to have sex with another man's wife. He had that in his heart. It was there. Moral morality was on the inside of people before the Mosaic law was ever given. Well, when did God put morality on the inside of people? Well, look at Genesis chapter 2, 17 but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. So the tree 
gave was actually it was a tree of morality to be honest with you it was a i'm gonna stop him right there he said that <laughs> and i know a lot of if you know what i'm going with this he said that the ten commandments the law or he tried to refer to it as the mosaic law was not because the mosaic law was given in exodus 20. yes so joseph being before one of the sons of one of the sons of jacob is amongst Potiphar's wife. Let's go to Genesis 39. Genesis 39. Because you'll ask yourself, wait a minute. What other way could it be? Which he couldn't prove. I'm going to show you. Genesis, I just want to get this one verse because we got to move on. Genesis chapter 39, verse 9 says, there is none greater in this house than I, neither hath he kept back anything from me but thee. This is talking about Potiphar's wife, because thou art his wife. How then can I do this great wickedness and sin against God? Now, brothers and sisters, 1 John 5 and 30. I buy just 1 John. First John chapter five. No, 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 no. First John three and four. Sorry about that. Excuse me. It it just took it blew my mind, bro. So I call it the wrong scripture because it blew my mind how he just said. Let's let's go and look because I don't know how Creflo Dollar defines sin, but this is how we define sin. Watch this. The Bible says this. Whosoever committeth sin transgresseth also the law, for sin is transgression of the law. Sin is transgression of the law. The only definition of sin is the transgression of the law. See, brothers and sisters, this is what I'm saying. In order for you to sin, there has to be a law. Now, let me show you something. Now, he said that the commandments were not given until the time of Moses. Who He said that, how did they know? It was just morality. Let's go to Genesis 26 and 4. This also was before the time of Moses. Genesis chapter 26 Verse 4 says this. It says, And I will make thy seed multiply as the stars of heaven, and I will give unto thy seed all these countries. He's talking to Abraham. And in thy seed shall all nations of the earth be blessed. Watch verse 5. Because that Abraham obeyed my voice and kept my charge and my commandments 
my statutes and my laws. Well, look at that. The commandments were before Moses. Now, Abraham taught Isaac, which was his son, and Isaac taught Jacob, which was his son. Right there, brothers and sisters, it says the commandments, my commandments, my statutes, and my laws. Laws are right there before Moses. But Creflo Dollar said they weren't there. They said it was out of the heart, out of the heart, the heart, he said. It was just more wrath. We just knew that um, these things weren't supposed to happen. No, he said something about Genesis 2.17. Let's go back there. Genesis 2.17. Genesis 2, verse 17. He says, But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not eat of it. For the day, for in the day thou shalt eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. Now, brothers and sisters, we have to define good and evil. What is good and what is evil? Is it morality? It was it just some morality? And I'm going to tell you why. And I'm going to tell you why, brothers and sisters. If Creflo Dollar has to admit that the law was in the garden, if he admits that, then what the Sunday religion would be admitting is that even from the foundation, the first thing that was created from God was law and sin, which means it's not an apple that they ate. The fruit that this tree of good and evil was doing well, we know that this tree being a man understood what we're about to read, one and another. Adam and Eve have not yet been introduced to any evil because God has no sin in him. He created it, but there is no sin in him. So when we go back to Romans, I'm just going to define it real quick. Romans chapter 7. Let's define good. And before I do that, brothers and sisters, let's go to Deuteronomy 6.18. Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 18. We're going to see both Testaments say the same thing. Deuteronomy 6.18 says, now first I'm going to read verse 17. Deuteronomy 6.17 says, and you shall diligently keep the commandments of the Lord your God and his testimonies and his statutes, which he hath commanded thee. And thou shalt do that which is right and good in the sight of the Lord, that it may be well with thee that thou mayest go in and possess the good land which the Lord swore to thy fathers. To do good is to do law. Keep the commandments. Paul, first Romans chapter 7, verse 12. Wherefore, the law is holy, and the commandment is holy, just, and good. 
good is defined as law. First Timothy one and eight. Watch, watch. First Timothy. Move real quick. First Timothy chapter one verse eight. First Timothy one verse eight says. Get there. It says, but we know that the law is good if a man use it lawfully. Again, again. But we know that the law is good if a man use it lawfully, if, it, if a man use it according to how he was commanded. Lawfully is how he was commanded. Verse 9, knowing this, that the law is not made for a righteous man because he keeps it, but for a lawless, those that don't keep it. For the lawless, the disobedient, for the ungodly, for the sinner, the transgressor of the law, for unholy and profane, for murderers and fathers. Murderers of fathers and mothers, murderers of mothers for manslayers. For whoremongers, for them that defile themselves with mankind, men stealers, for liars, for perjured persons, and if there be any other thing that is contrary to sound doctrine. And we know Proverbs chapter four, verse two, tells us that doctrine is the law. Stay tuned. I'll be back after these messages. Peace be unto you, brothers and sisters. I am your host, the Apostle Reuben. Brothers and sisters, it has been a pleasure to go over the scriptures with you. I, um, I say to continue to go over the scriptures with you. Because, brothers and sisters, I know at first reading the Bible can be hard. Because to carry a Bible, to carry God's Word, begins to be more important to you and more important to you as you grow spiritually in this truth. The truth is the laws of God. And we know, brothers and sisters, according to Romans 8, 27, it says, And he that searcheth the hearts knoweth what is the mind of the Spirit, because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. The will of God is the law of God, Psalms 40, verse 8. Christ right now is making intercession for you and I because we do the will of God. We should never forget that. This is why, brothers and sisters, this is not widespread. I'd like to read to you something. The book of 1 Kings, the book of 1 Kings, chapter 19, verse 18. This is Elijah when he thought that um, the prophets were gone, there was no more prophet. He thought it was himself. I want to read to you this passage out of 1 Kings 19, verse 18. 
It says, Yet I have left me 7,000 in Israel, all the knees which have not bowed unto Baal, and every mouth which hath not kissed him. See, brothers and sisters, there was a woman that I uh, work with uh, that I usually walk, when she's walking off to her car, I'm walking off to uh, my car and I'm telling her I'm going to enjoy my evening and she's telling me how she's going to enjoy her evening and we go to our significant others but I noticed on the back of her car she had a little symbol at the bottom a little engraving at the bottom of Deuteronomy chapter 28 and I asked her what did she know about that she said oh I know something about it See, brothers and sisters, we may not know. All of us may not know one another and how we worship in this truth. But there's going to come a time when God is going to bring us together. So we must continue. Remember, 1 Thessalonians 4, verse 11, continue in your business because they will come. John chapter 6 verse 44 says, No man can come to me except the Father which has sent me draw them. See, the Father has to draw them with this word. Can't be drawn with emotion. And you cannot draw a person with your opinion. It'll have to be the word of God. Peace be unto you, brothers and sisters, and all praises. Welcome back, brothers and sisters, to this podcast episode. Now, you heard him. You heard him. According to Romans, first, let me go back. First, let me go back. And what we're going to do is we're going to do a recap of what good is. We went into Deuteronomy 6, verse 17 and 18. We went into Romans chapter 7, verse 12, and 1 Timothy 1, verse 8. All said that the law was good. And, you know, these are those that were expert in the law. Paul was, I mean, you Paul, and I'm going to show you. Turn with me in uh, your Bible suit. So Acts 24, verse 14. Acts 24, 24, verse 14. Says this. But this I confess unto thee, that after the way which they call heresy, so I worship the God of my fathers, believing in all things which were written in the law and the prophets. So Paul believed everything that was written from Genesis to Malachi. He knew what it was talking about. Creflo Dollar don't know. That's why I took you to 1 Corinthians 4 and 6 when it says these things I have transferred to you. See, Paul, Paul was making sure that these things that he transferred to us 
to myself and to Apollos that for your sakes that ye may learn in us not to think of men above that which is written, that there is that that no one of you be puffed up against one another. See, if I was like Creflo and just going off the top of my head, then we could be puffed up against one another. We can actually have a debate. But there is no debate because I know Creflo can't prove it in chapter and verse. We read in Genesis 26 and 4. That's before Moses, that the laws and statutes and commandments were on the earth. And of course, that's how Joseph knew about him, because Joseph is the great grandson of Abraham. Huh, what about that? Lying ministers. Lying ministers. False prophets. Let's define evil. Now, before I do that, I want to go back to Isaiah 45 and 7. Isaiah 45, verse 7, I form the light, I created the darkness, I make peace, and I and create evil. I, the Lord, doeth these things. So the Lord created evil. When did he create evil? Now, let's look and see. When did he create evil? Then we're going to define evil. <laughs> Genesis 2, 17 again. But of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Well, evil is back here in the garden from the beginning. That's all I want to read that, to that point. Move on. Evil's here. So what is evil? Let's go to 2 Kings. 2 Kings chapter 21 verse 16 says, Moreover Manasseh, this is a king, one of the kings of Israel, Shed innocent blood very much, till he had filled Jerusalem from one end to another. Besides his sin, wherewith he sinned, wherewith he made Judah to sin. Let me read that over again. I'm trying to go fast. I'm trying to get it along because it's a lot to pack in. Second Kings 21, 16 says, More Manasseh shed innocent blood very much till he had filled Jerusalem from one end to the to another. Besides his sin, wherewith he made Judah to sin, 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 in doing that which was evil in the sight of the Lord. So evil is sin. That's what the Bible says evil is. That's Brothers and sisters, let's Proverbs. Again, Proverbs. I see how people are caught up in this. Respective persons. Him giving the platform a live television network. You could be on our television network to teach the people by design. We already talked about the beast. We're going to go right into the false prophet along with the beast in Revelation 19 in just a second. Well, I wouldn't say just a second, but later on. Proverbs chapter 13, verse 21. Evil pursueth sinners. 
You know what pursue, pursueth means that it's, if I pursue something, I'm going after it hard. The Bible says evil pursueth sinners. But to the righteous, those that keep the law good, which is the opposite of evil, shall be repaid. See, when you read, when you read the Bible, you start seeing that what is meant to be taught can only be taught from the words of God. It can only be taught. So Creflo Dollar was lying when he said that through just the understanding of the heart, they knew not to sin. But sin is defined as transgression of the law. Confusion. Confusion. 2 Kings 17 verse 13 says, Yet the Lord testified against Israel and against Judah by all the prophets and by all the seers, which are the prophets, saying, Turn ye from your evil, evil, evil ways and keep my commandments and my statutes according to all the law which I commanded your fathers, which was back in Genesis 26 and 5 with Abraham before Moses gave the law. The Ten Commandments were already given to Abraham. The same God, God is saying the same thing to them as he said to Abraham in Genesis that Abraham did in Genesis 26 and 5. All the laws which I commanded your fathers, and which I sent to you by my servant the prophets. Evil is sin. You can't escape it. If the tree of knowledge of good, which was law and sin, this is why the tree, which was the serpent in the midst of the garden, was judged because he knew the difference between the two. Let's go on and listen to our beloved brother. Let's let's listen to a little bit more of Creflo Dollar. Which it was a tree so that you would know what was good and what was evil. All right. Up until this time, Adam and Eve were just fellowshipping with God, and they didn't need to know good and evil. Their total focus was God. Their total trust was God. But the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, he said, Don't eat of it. He said, Thou shalt not eat of it. Why? The day that thou eateth thereof, you shall surely die. That relationship and that life. Wait a minute. I'm gonna I'm gonna turn him back on in a minute. Romans 6:23. Romans 6:23. <laughs> I, I, I just want to read this, brothers and sisters. And I laugh because I'm gonna give you a scripture out of this. Romans 6:23 says. For the wages of sin is death. The reason why they couldn't eat of it, because if they ate, which is learned, they would die. The only way to die is by sin. Adam and Eve do not die unless they transgress 
the law. There is no other way of death. Romans 6.23, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Now, Proverbs 18.21 again. Proverbs 18.21. Again, I'm just going to read this. It says, death, here's that death again, Proverbs 18, verse 21, death and life are in the power of the tongue. And they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. The fruit was the tongue telling Eve that if she learned from this tree, which had the knowledge of law and sin, she would not die. That's, let's listen. Let's listen to some more. Let's listen to Creflo Dollar. Let's keep listening. I just wanted to bring that out to you. That man had with God and could only see God and only folks that would separate, that would be over with because now you know the difference between good and evil. Now you've got that conscious, that morality conscious on the inside of you. And watch what he said. Look at how do you have that morality and that conscience of good and evil inside of you without a law? How could it be developed? Psalms, Psalms 19, 119, Psalms 119, Psalms 119 verse 29 says, remove, remove from me the way of lying. And grant me thy law graciously. So God from the beginning gave the law by grace. That's how I know I got it in Genesis 6 and 8. Creflo Dollar is trying to tell his lost sheep. Because they're lost. That's why it says in 1 Corinthians. I, brothers and sisters, 2 Corinthians. 2 Corinthians. 4. 2 Corinthians 4 verse 3 says, But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost, in whom the God, little g, of this world has blinded their minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine on them. Believe not is what? What is it? Watch this. Again, let's go to scripture. What does it mean to believe not? John 16 and 9 again. John 16 verse 9 says this. We'll read verse 8 and 9. And this is talking about the Spirit, the Comforter. And when he is come, he will reprove the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment of sin because of sin, of sin, of sin, of sin, of sin, of sin, because they believe not on me. If you transgress the law, you don't believe on Christ. He told you in John chapter 12, I think verse 46, whosoever believeth on me shall not dwell in darkness. Darkness is sin. You can't be a sinner and believeth on Christ. That's why Paul said, Believe not those that keep not the commandments. It's written in the first testament. 
when you look at the book of Psalms, brothers and sisters, chapter 78. Psalm 78, verse 30, verse 32 says, way back in the God, wait, not in the garden, but way back in the wilderness, it says, for all this they sinned, transgressed the law still, and believed not for his wondrous works. His wondrous works was the commandments. You can find that in Psalms 119, verse 27. The wondrous works of God was the commandments. They were not believers because they did not keep the commandments. And that's the way it is. That's what it says in 2 Kings. 2 Kings. I'm just do this last one, and we're going to go back to Preflow. 2 Kings chapter 17 verse 14 says notwithstanding they would not hear the law and harm their necks against the law like the necks of their fathers which were in the wilderness that did not believe in the Lord their God. See the commandments were how you were according to the Bible a believer. Why do you think Christ says if ye love me, keep my commandments. John chapter 14, verse 15. Christ is telling you that believers keep the law. But good and evil, there could be no good and evil without a law. Let's go back. At the uh, Genesis chapter 3, when they, after they ate of it, verse 4, 5, and 7. Verse 4 says, and the serpent said unto the uh, woman, you shall not surely die. So he's contradicted. You're not going to die. And look what verse 5 says. For God doth know that in the day you eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened and you shall be as gods. Watch this. Knowing the difference between good and evil. They, there was no, no, no Mosaic law. When they ate of What? So how can we tell the difference of good and evil? If there is no law and let me set the record straight again let's go to chapter and verse exodus chapter 32 verse 16 exodus 32 verse 16 exodus 32 verse 16 says and the tables were the work of god not moses god God gave it to Moses to give to the people. That is why it is titled sometimes the law of Moses, which also included sacrifice, which he hasn't said anything about that yet. Exodus 32, 16. And the tables were the work of God, and the writing was the writing of God graven upon tables. He wrote the law. It had been written before the world began. Let me tell you why. Let's get, let's get one chapter, one verse. One chapter, one verse. Nehemiah 9, 13 says this. Thou camest down also upon Mount Sinai. This is God. And spake it with them from heaven and gave us them right 
judgments and true laws, good statutes and commandments. Christ, which was the God of the Old Testament, that's a future podcast episode, brought those commandments from heaven. Heaven. And the writing of the commandments was with his finger that he gave to Moses. Want to prove that he gave them to Moses? Exodus chapter 24. Exodus 24. And we're going to read verse 12. It says, And the Lord said unto Moses, Come up to me into the mount and be there, and I will give, give thee the tables of stone and a law and the commandments which I have written, that thou mayest teach the people. That's how it became the law of Moses, because Moses learned why. Let's go right back. Let me show you why it's called. Let's get this Bible. Let, let it tell you. Exodus 20, verse 20 says, And Moses said unto the people, Fear not, for God has come to prove you, and that his fear may be before your faces. And ye sin not. And the people stood afar off. Moses drew near the thick darkness where God was. Now, in verse 19, it says, 20 verse 19, And they said unto Moses, Speak thou with us, and we shall hear. But let God, let not God speak with us, lest we die. So they, they, they took the law of God from Moses because they were afraid of God. They would rather Moses give them and teach them these laws. That's why in Exodus 24, God, verse 12, God says, here, I'm going to give them to you so you can teach them. That's why Christ said, that's why Christ said in John, let's look at this. That's why, y'all listen up. Let the Bible talk. These ministers. John 7, 19 says, did not Moses give you the law? Why? Because we read why. And none of you keep the law. Why go ye to kill me? See, the, the Pharisee did not keep the written Ten Commandments. They just kept the law of sacrifice. Why? Because if the people were never taught the law, they would continue to sin and they would continue to bring them sacrifice offerings for sin, which would make them rich, just like your ministers every day in the Sunday church telling you to continue. Come as you are and getting rich off your tithing, which is money for them. But the Bible says it was the, the tithe of your corn and wine. They take money to be rich. This is the same format the Pharisee used. They didn't keep it. Even though they had it, they didn't keep it. And brothers and sisters, I'm, I, I go about telling you, Creflo Dollar is one of those type of men that would do that. He's one of those type that would do that. And I'm going to show you another 
um, understanding of Creflo Dollar as you go through, and we're going to go through the Bible again and prove it. Then we're going to go to Revelation. This is just something that we're seeing in one of these, because a lot of people like Creflo Dollar, and I'm not against him, but this is what's getting the people. Listen to this. I'm going to go to another um, phrase that Creflo Dollar used. Another phrase. I want you to listen to this carefully. The devil is not trying to get you to sin. He's just trying to get you to keep the law. Because if he can get you to keep the law, you will sin. The devil is not trying to get you to sin. He's just trying to get you to keep the law. Because if he can get you to keep the law, you will sin. Now, what the world was that? The devil is not trying to get you to sin. He's trying to get you to keep the law because the devil knows that if you keep the law, you will sin. <laughs> Let's, let me show you Ecclesiastes. Ecclesiastes. <laughs> and even before I go to Ecclesiastes, brother, so, so see, as God laughs, let me show you why I'm laughing. People say, well, why are you laughing? Let me show you why. When I go to the book, and 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 and, and believe me, brothers and sisters, it says this in Proverbs chapter 1, verse 25. It says, but ye have set at naught my counsel. The counsel is the laws. Ecclesiastes 8, verse 2. That's the king commandments, the Lord's commandments. I will mock when your fear cometh. Verse, um, excuse me, let me read that again. I went down to verse 26 when I'm supposed to read 25 and 26. Proverbs chapter 1 verse 25 says, But ye have said at naught nothing all my counsel, and with none of my reproof. I will also laugh at your calamity. I will mock when your fear come and see God is going to laugh as well when the time comes when the time comes when trouble and fear cometh upon people it's going to mock and laugh Ecclesiastes 10.13 Ecclesiastes 10.13 let me show you something did you hear a Creflo Dollar there? Did you hear that? Watch this. Ecclesiastes 10, 13 says, let me read verse 12 and 13 together. It says, the words of a wise man, man's mouth are gracious, but the lips of a fool will swallow up himself. See, Creflo Dollar, he's swallowing up himself. How, verse 13, in the beginning of the words of his mouth is foolishness, and the end of his talk is mischievous madness. That is, he's actually going mad at this time, brothers and sisters, by saying the devil is trying to get you to keep the law. Because if the devil, if you keep the law, if the devil knows if you keep the law, you'll sin. Never defining sin is transgression of the law. Now, let's look at the Bible. Let's look at the Bible. First John. First John. First John. Let's look at the Bible, brothers and sisters. First John three. 
1 John 3, verse 8. 1 John 3, verse 8. It says, He that committeth sin, he that committeth sin is of the devil. <laughs> it doesn't say that he's trying, the devil's trying to get you to keep the law here. It says he that transgresseth the law is of the devil. For the devil sinneth from the beginning in the garden. For this purpose, the Son of God, which was manifested, he was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. And you're looking at him right there, Creflo Dollar, the devil. See, brothers and sisters, this is why the threat against those ministers are high in the Bible. Revelation chapter 19, verse 20 says, And the beast, which was the kingdom, was taken, and with him the false prophet, remember Christ, Matthew 24, 11, that brought miracles before him, with which he deceived them that had received the mark of the beast. Now we know the mark of the beast is the mark of sin. And them that worship his image, the image of the beast, was the image of Christ. See, this beast had his image. This Caucasian beast had an image. These both were cast alive unto the lake of fire burning with brimstone. Let's go to Cast alive into the lake of fire. Let's go to 2 Thessalonians. Let me show you who was cast in the fire. 2 Thessalonians 1 and 9, 8 and 9. 2 Thessalonians 1, verse 8 and 9. 2 Thessalonians 1, verse 8 and 9. Inflaming fire, taking vengeance on them that know not God and that obey not the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ who shall be punished with everlasting destruction from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of his power. Taking vengeance on them that know not God, that know not God, that know not God. Final scripture, brothers and sisters, of this podcast lesson, the book of 1 John, chapter 2, and verse 3 and 4. 1 John 2, verse 3 and 4 says, And hereby we do know that we know him if we keep his commandments. See, Paul said that the vengeance came upon them that know not God. Verse 4, He that saith, I know him, and keepeth not his commandments is a liar. And the truth is not in them. See, the Bible says that whosoever committed sin is of the devil. Creflo Dollar told you that the devil is trying to get you to keep the law. No chapter, no verse. No chapter, no verse. No chapter, no verse. Mischievous madness of his own mind. That's why in Ezekiel chapter 13. Verse 2, Ezekiel chapter 13, verse 2, 
it says, Son of man, prophesy against the prophets of Israel that say unto them who prophesy out of their own hearts. Hearts. Hear ye the word of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord God, Woe unto the foolish prophets that follow their own spirit and see nothing. See nothing means they didn't get it out of the book. Gruffalo Dollar did not get this out of the Bible. This is his mouth and his foolishness speaking. People are leaving the Sunday church. We, You just don't, they're not going to flash up a news report telling you who's leaving Sunday church. <laughs> he knows it. They know it. T.D. Jakes knows it, which I'm going to go to him too in the future. One by one, they're leaving because of this. These ministers have no answer for the doctrine that has come out now, the end-time doctrine, which is putting them in shams. They have no, there, there is nothing they can do. But you never, I told you when you go back to Revelation, and before we go to Revelation and end this, I'm going to end this. Now, I'm going past my recording time. But I have to because, brothers and sisters, love worketh no ill will toward its brother. Romans 13 and 10. Let me show you something. Acts chapter 13 and verse uh, 9 and 10. Now, I'm going to bring you up to speed. This is a sorcerer whose name is Bar-Jesus. I want you to watch what Paul says to him when we read Acts 13, verse 9 and 10. Then Saul, now this Saul, who is also called Paul, filled with the Holy Ghost, set his eyes on him and said, Oh, watch this, verse 10, and said, Oh, full of all subtility and mischief. That same subtility was found in 2 Corinthians 11 and 3. Thou called thy child, excuse me, thy child of the devil. Thy child of the devil. Thou enemy of all righteousness. Wilt thou not cease to pervert the right ways of the Lord? The devil is the enemy of all righteousness. The devil isn't anything but the enemy of all righteousness. Isaiah 51 and 4. I'll give you a couple of scriptures. Isaiah 51 verse 4. Isaiah 51 verse 4. Now, do I want to read? No, I'll, I'll go to verse 7. Excuse me. I'll go to Isaiah 51 verse 7. God says, hearken unto me, ye that know righteousness, the people in whose heart is my law. Fear not the reproach of men, neither be ye afraid of their revelings or revilings, whichever way you want to say it. 
The righteousness is in the law. New Testament. Can't get no newer than this. Romans 8 and 4. Romans 8 and 4 says that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Philippians 3 and 6. Philippians 3 verse 6. Concerning zeal, persecuting the church. Now, this was what this was recorded in Acts 9, verse 1 through 4. Paul's recalling this in a letter he wrote to the Philippians, which were the Jews in Philippi. Concerning zeal, persecuting the church, touching the righteousness, which is in the law, blameless. He was touching means he was hurting the people that kept the righteousness in the law. So when we go right back. Now, let me give you one more. I'm not going to be like Preflo. I'm going to give you... Let me show you what this is. Romans 2.26 says, Therefore, if the uncircumcision, which were the Israelites that had not been circumcised by the Pharisee under the law of Moses, introduced into the law, because the introduction... To the law should never have been by just circumcision. It should have been by the commandments first, then that circumcision. It means nothing to get circumcised and don't keep the law, because Christ said it. You got to look, understand what the Bible's saying. We're coming back to Romans 2.26. Watch this. Watch, watch what they thought you had. They, they didn't care about teaching the righteousness of the law, the commandments, the Ten Commandments. They just cared about that circumcision entering into the custom of sacrifice. That's why Christ said what he said in Matthew 9, 7 verse, I mean, excuse me, John, excuse me, John, I got so many scriptures. I was going to go to um, Matthew 9, 13, but I'm going to John. Too many scriptures in my head, brothers and sisters. John 7, 19 says, did Moses... Did not Moses give you the law and none of you keep the law? Why go ye about to kill me? Which was a law. Do not break, do not murder thy brother. Thou shalt not kill is a commandment. I'm going to drop down to verse 22, John 7, 22. Moses therefore gave unto you circumcision, not because of Moses, but of the fathers. And ye on the Sabbath day circumcised a man. See, that. You know, because circumcision was given to Abraham in Genesis 17 and his family. It was given way before Moses received it. So through that circumcision and that sacrifice, that's what they were doing. But the law, the judgment, the mercy and the faith of the commandments, they didn't want that because that would have stopped people from sinning, which meant no more sacrifice. No more sacrifice. To these preachers, no more money. Romans 2.26 Therefore, if the uncircumcision keep the righteousness of the law, shall not his 
uncircumcision be counted as circumcision. Paul said you don't have to be circumcised to be counted a righteous man. It is that he keep the righteousness that is in the commandments. But in Acts 13, verse 9 and 10, and in verse 10, it says that the enemy, the devil was the enemy of righteousness. So the devil is the enemy of the law. So how is he trying to get you to keep it? And with that, brothers and sisters, may your Sabbath be as restful and may you do good on it and understand we've got a lot of work to do against ministers like these